This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hello again, Pats, pals, and Foxborough friends. We welcome you to the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEEI-FM, WEEI.com, and Odyssey Sports. Today, we got a two-man rotation, a two-man groove, a dynamic duo, if ever there were. Your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens, a long time. A long time. Nice job there, pal. Alongside <laughs> primetime, shime time himself, Chris Shime from the WEEI, Greg Hill Morning Show. What up, Shime? What's up, Fitzy? We're the only duo that's better than the Patriots running backs. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, if you were one of the t- I mean, I would obviously be Damian Harris because I'm pretty much like a a one-cut straight-up field guy, whereas I feel like you've got I'm Mondre. You are yeah, Mondre. I'm Mondre. I got a little bit of beef to me, but I know how to me- I know how to mosey, you know what I mean? I know you know how to mosey. I know you how to get your swerve on. As and Wiggy I know- would say, I can beat guys with my wiggle. <laughs> Might be the truest thing. And the first time Wiggy said something factual to this day. On today's show, we got a nice little 4th of July weekend special for you. We're going to continue with our positional breakdowns. Today, it's going to be a very special episode of Six Rings because we'll be talking about special teams. And then we're going to cut straight to a, shall we say, value-sized edition of Pat's Potpourri with a flurry, a plethora, a Vegas casino buffet of news, notes, and nuggets from around the wide world of Pat's Nation and the National Football League. Shine, let's begin today with this positional breakdown. We're talking special teams. Instead of saving it for the end, as they do in the comedy world, and here's the kicker. We'll start right off with the kicker himself. Probably, I would say, inarguably, the strength of special teams. You know what? Hold on a second. Pull back. Zoom the drone up. Dial it back. Let's go 10,000 feet here. Okay. Let's talk about the 2021 special teams. I would love to. And what our expectations are of the 2022 special teams because of all the different positional groups that we're in need of fixing that were usually strengths of the New England Patriots. One might be able to posit, if not argue, that special teams were a little sub-pot last season and are in need of a fixing. So as we head into the season, two and a quarter months away or so from kickoff, shine time. How are you feeling about the Patriots special teams and where do you see them improving most this season? Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a little apprehensive because last year was a kind of an outlier in the fact that, that the special teams is horrendous. What you have three blocked punts, like a couple just barely got them off some key penalties. Is that a stat, by the way? I know block punt <laughs> no, is officially a but... stat. It just got them off. Absolutely. Let's see if we can contact the people at either Spotrack or NextGen or Football .com. Outsiders. Yeah, football. <laughs> Aaron Schatz, are you listening? Can we make just got them off? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's 
it was concerning last year. And that's why when, when originally when I heard Joe Judge was coming back, I'm like, oh, awesome. You can kind of push Cam Accord out and, and slide Joe Judge back in. A guy that I kind of trust to take care of the special teams uh, and make them. good when he was there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They were a top 10 in, in special teams DVOA basically year in and year out. And you never had to worry about them. They were never going to make stupid mistakes. And, and then you saw last year and it's like, what the hell are we doing? One, one of the things that was such a, a mainstay of the Patriots dynasty was their consistency year in and year out on special teams. And it's not that special teams scores you a lot of points, but ultimately it helps it so that you're not just giving points to the other team, right? You're not just making mistake after mistake. And, and so that's what I want to see this year. I want to see mistake free football. I don't, they don't need to be like a top five DVOA on special teams. I just need like average to above average. Like it feels like the Chargers, you saw the Chargers two years ago were dead last in special teams under Anthony Lynn. They were horrendous. The 2020 Chargers were legendarily, legendarily bad. As a matter of fact, I remember when both of us. Yeah, they did. That was one of the reasons why they just absolutely ass kicked them and and they they shut them out. They gave them the old schneid. It was 45 nothing. And that's what made everybody start thinking like, hey, maybe these Cam Newton Patriots can follow that path to the postseason. I remember when we, and then of course we learned quite differently four days later in the same stadium on a Thursday night against the Rams. But I remember when we were both active participants in the midday program that we played the Anthony Lynn drop of him I'm answering sure. in, a, uh, in a post-game press conference as to why the special teams were so bad. I'm not sure. And if anything secured his dismissal, that that was it. And of course, then they bring in somebody else who overplays the stats in the next gen numbers, uh, that the next the next season in San Diego or rather, excuse me, Los Diego, as I like to call them. But be that as it may, that is neither here nor there for our discussion here. Those Chargers were legendarily bad for years. They had good, good field goal kickers that were never clutch. And that was a problem. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people believe the Chargers could never get over the hump. But with the Patriots, you could always chalk up quality special teams Good kickoffs like Guskowski nailing the coffin corner, two yard line kickoff. These things that would shave off three yards, five yards, four yards, seven yards in the field of position. Those matter. Game. It's a game always of mattered. Like it legitimately it's literally is. is. Yes, these things mattered for so long. As a matter of fact, one of the better things that Guskowski did during his almost 15 year run is the place kicker on the Patriots. Now, last year we see. Aside from Nick Folk, who is one of the greater constants in all of professional sports, let alone the NFL and on the Patriots, we see, as you said, a bottoming out in many areas on special teams. In 2020, Gunnar Olszewski, all-pro punt returner, averaging almost 17 and a half yards, an all-pro. He got the award. His name will be remembered forever, aside from just being some dude from Bemidji State and a dude named Gunnar who played for the Patriots. Last year, his return game went out the door. Just completely disappeared. Garb, it was trash last year. The Patriots had no dynamics to the return game. I don't know if it was the blocking, if it was the scheming, whatever it was. You had the aforementioned three block punts, which might be of all the things that happened to the 2021 Patriots, the greatest of all head scratchers. Because while we're all still left wondering, how come Matt Judon had no gas left in the tank? Why couldn't the Patriots win a game against a quality opponent after Thanksgiving? Where did everything on that team go? I'll never be able to understand how Gunner couldn't return kicks anymore, how they got three punts blocked in a season. Insane. Some of it, some may say, had to do with potentially an injury that Jake Bailey was 
well, not hiding, but kind of nursing because his game was off. Yet his his yards per his net yards last year only went down a little bit from 2020 when he had an excellent season. Of course, he a previous uh, Pro Bowler as well. It, it 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 was strange that they faltered all across the board. And of course, don't even get me started on the false starts and all the penalties that plagued yeah. the team in general, let alone on special teams. Now, Cam Accord, who I believe uh, was in his third year, was third uh, enters his third year as special teams coordinator this year, following Joe Judge's two-year hiatus as the HC of the NYG, remains the uh, special teams coordinator for the Patriots. I think everyone under the sun thought he was going to get replaced, like you said, either by I Joe Judge or someone get else. To the curb immediately. Ha- had to. You had to have a patsy. Had to have a fall guy. Somebody had to take the knock. And yet he returns this year. Do you think it's because Bill Belichick blames himself? Do you think he blames injuries? Why do you? Th- what is the general thinking as to why the Patriots, who were so who are so buttoned up, so fastidiously prepared? So in charge of things like not fumbling, not getting kicks blocked. You you mentioned earlier that special teams really isn't a big points game, but it's a sort of point prevention game at times. I would argue that special teams, if anything, needs to be an area where the Patriots cannot afford to falter because you need every field goal because they're, they weren't great at touchdown conversions last year. And on top of it, you can't be giving other teams the ball 50 yards closer because you get a punt blocked, let alone allowing the Colts to just get a freebie on you because you forget to pick up somebody on punt block assignment. So how do you think this has been handled and addressed this year? Uh, I don't necessarily love it. Like it's Nick Folk is great. And Mm -hmm. and I think that when we talk about this, I think it has to be mentioned that the guys like Nick Folk and Matthew Slater are not the, the root cause of the issue here. It's more so the fundamentals of the other guys that are those fringe roster guys that find themselves on special teams. And it's, um, it's concerning that it's still the same guy in Cam Accord that's taking care of this. Uh, you know, maybe for Belichick, it's because he's young and he wants him to grow into it. He, he is basically just a Patriots guy. I think his only other experience mm-hmm. prior to that was like Southwest Mississippi Community College or some ridiculous thing like that. Powerhouse school. Power yes, five. Exactly. So. Uh, so, so I wouldn't be shocked if Belichick just sees him as young and last year was a developmental year for Cam Accord himself and that this year will be better and it's kind of more a determining year for Cam's future with the organization. Um, but I am, I, I'm still nervous that it's like I, I didn't see anything from this guy that proved to me that it was going to be any different. Um, and so outside of Nick Folk banging field goals left and right uh, and Matt Slater being the best gunner in football, I – I don't know what to expect from the special teams. Okay, now here's an interesting little nugget that I just pulled up in uh, my preparatories for our positional breakdown of special teams here on Six Rings Shime Time. Are you ready for this right now? I'm at lineups.com. Okay. They have an NFL special teams 2002 rankings chart. The number one special teams okay. team from last year. This is what this is fascinating to me, okay? Yep. At the end of the year last year, the number one ranked special teams unit was the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Correct. Every year. Yes. Year Every in year. and year out. And it's because John Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator. Correct. But continue. Where would you think you would find, as we sit here harping on the three blocked punts, uh, the regression of Gunnar Olszewski to the point where Bill Belichick was fine with him leaving, replacing him as sometimes kickoff returner, full-time punt returner, 
Ghana the runner signs the two-year $4.2 million deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Good luck. God bless. Glad you got paid. You and the truck and the dog and everyone and the chickens in the farm and whatever else can go <laughs> make your way to Yinsburg. God bless and good luck, Ghana. Where would you think you would find your 2021-22 New England Patriots ranked as a unit, special teams-wise? Is it 23rd? Uh, if we're going to play it Price is Right style, uh, lower. Uh, 18. Lower. 12? Lower. Really? Seven? <laughs> really? Lower. What are they, like four? Boom! Boom goes the shinamite. That's right. Would you believe the Patriots I, I, were the four? Ready for this? What metric, though? Okay, here's so it's it's field goal percentage, field goals attempted, field goals made, extra points attempted, extra points made, um, opposing punts, opposing punt return yards, opposing kickoff return yards, opposing kick return yards, punt returns, uh, punt like all these different statisticals for uh, compiling a special teams ranking. And the Patriots, surprisingly, uh, were incredibly good in so many areas in terms of stats, not the blocks. Now, punt blocks is not factored into this. Um, so obviously that kind of knocks them down several pegs for you and I, but in terms of, you know, uh, extra points made extra points, attempted field goals. Well, what I'm kind of saying here, shine is that Nick folk kind of has carried the new England Patriots special teams for, for at least last year, if not for the last couple of years. And we kind of expect the legend of big kick Nick to return and keep doing big kick Nick things this year. Biggest problem they had last year, Shime, and this is a shocker because they used to be so great at this, and it makes me wonder, like, how much gas does Matthew Slater have left in the tank since he is, you know, I'm not going to say getting by on legend and reputation alone, but he's not the leading special teams tackler anymore the way he has yep. been for over a decade. The Patriots were dead last in the NFL in opposing kick return and 30th in opposing kick return yards. So that of any area aside from punt blocks and punt uh, punt protection, if you will, is going to be an area of focus. Like the Pats gave up so, way more yards on kick returns last year than they had in a long, long, long time. This could be why you saw them bring in, in addition to the safeties that they're going to need for their new flex hybrid defense, why you saw them bring in a lot of short, speedy cornerbacks, faster linebackers. There's going to be, I, I believe, a camp-wide emphasis put on controlling kickoff returns and kickoff return yardage in addition to punt protection. Yeah. So I, I think you have to, right? Like uh, I think our kick return punt return game outside of that one gunner year has not been good for a, a while. And I think that needs to improve, but just for reference, otherwise, like I know you had the, the rankings that you saw where they're for according to football outsiders, which we just mentioned their DVOA stat um, New England is 18th which is exactly what I thought in that. That's exactly corner. where they seem to belong to me. Yeah. This one, just this one below struck average me as a little high. Yeah. Just a little yeah. below average, which in Patriots terms over the Belichickian is years bad. is ghastly. Yeah. Like they are, like, like I said, they are top 10 in DVOA every single year. They need to get back to that. If they can get back into that top 10 DVOA, the special teams doesn't become an issue. And Nick Folk continues to bang home field goals left and right. And that's what you need. You need him to continue to have a high percentage of conversion rate because and, and and to Bill Belichick's credit, I think he's done a really good job of that over his tenure. 
right? You had Adam Vinatieri, relatively mm-hmm. high field goal percentage. Uh, Steven Guskowski, even when Guskowski got hurt, where we have Shane Graham, was right. he, he has like one of the all-time best uh, field goal percentages. Granted, he's not banging them from 50 plus, but anything inside of that is almost automatic, which is exactly what Belichick wants. He wants it automatic inside of 50 yards. That's his goal. And if you can do that, it allows you to stay in games that you're not necessarily going to stay in. And I think that's the advantage of special teams. They say it's a three-phase game. Mm-hmm. It's really more so like two and a half phases. Um, but that's the one part of special teams that is important. And so I think they need to focus on good field position and, and converting on those field goals a lot. And I think ultimately that will lead to the Patriots being able to at least compete in some games that normally you may not see them competing in or 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 make them give them the opportunity to win games that feel like they shouldn't be able to win. Exactly. And I think we can probably bank on Nick Folk having another Nick Folk season, like we said earlier. We can yep. we can bank on him being uh you know over 85%, almost 90% from his field goals. The man is it, nothing if nothing but automatic from inside 50 is his inside 50 yard streak still alive i believe it is i don't know that's a good I, question i'm I not don't sure think he, i don't think i don't think that that has come to an unceremonious end i know at one point it was up near almost 40 consecutive kicks inside 50 yards of course had a couple of game winners from 50 in 2020 last year of course there yep. was the clang and the 56 yarder against tampa but it was oh so close what a legend he almost became beyond that let's bank on nick folk doing nick folk things There'll be no challenge to his throne. The safety net behind him now has changed as uh, veteran Tristan Vizcaino. Tristan Vizcaino was brought in and uh, Iron Leg himself. Tristan Vizcaino. Now batting Vizcaino. Quinn Nordeen was released into the wild this offseason. It is Nick Folk's job. He is is likely the MVP of the team, or at least has been the past two seasons. Our pal Andy Hart had him as number two on his ranking of Patriots one through 87 in terms of value, accomplishment and performance, which is nuts. It's kind of almost hard to disagree, but at the same time, he's the kicker. But -hmm. at the same time, no one else is big kick Nick. So let's say he locks it up this year like he always does. Let's say there is a Belichickian emphasis on kickoff return and punt protection. Uh, shaving those three to seven yards off that they seem to seed last year as special teams got older, Matthew Slater, likely in his final season. How do we feel? I'm not even going to do it. Oh yeah. So let's say now we need new returners. We need a new kickoff returner. We need a new punt returner. That's an area where the Patriots, as they told us many a time in the off season shine, they were looking to get more explosive, faster and dynamic. They're looking to add speed on defense. It seems they have. We'll see how well-coordinated they are in terms of getting to their spots and making their tackles this season. Same thing on offense. Added Tyquan Thornton. They bring in Devontae Parker. Ramondre Stevenson expected to make a leap. What? Who do you think is going to grab the kickoff return job and the punt return job? Because right now it seems we've got a variety of people back there, including rookie third-rounder Marcus Jones cornerback return man specialist who scored a touchdown four different ways in college out of university of Houston and Ty Montgomery could be in the equation. And he might, he might present surprising value to this team, especially if James white is physically unable to start the season or, you know, God forbid, isn't even a member of the Patriots because that hip injury is too bad. Yeah. I I think I'm more so expected than Ty Montgomery. I don't really, I think Ty Montgomery, to be honest, is 
like borderline cuttable, I feel like, towards the end of preseason. But the Joneses, the two of them, not just Marcus, I, I think Jack Jones may play a Jack role Jones. in as well. Because I think Andy Hart was the one who even mentioned to us that they had Jack Jones fielding punts in mm-hmm. one of the first voluntary mini camps, especially for rookies. And so to me, that indicates, okay, they, they believe both of those guys um, are able to create with the ball in their hands, even though they play corner. So there's a chance that they get either rotated or split the duties on kickoff and punt return. And I think those are the two guys, in my opinion, that seem like the best fits as of right now. I would lean Marcus Jones just because it's more so what he was known for in college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I mean, some people like made it Devin Hester-esque, and I would never go so far as to compare Ooh. him to oh. the greatest returner of all time. I praise. But, yeah, but... Uh, just the fact that he is a an, an exciting returner, I think, could add a whole nother aspect to that special teams. Yeah, see, I think Jack Jones, who I wrote about for the Sunday 7 at WEI.com last week, the Jack Jones cornerback buzz has been building. And look, he's going to get cooked. He's going to get left behind. He'll, the, his burnt shadow will be out there on the practice field and like yeah, on there an a NFL spark? field. But there's a spark and guys like Andy Hart, uh, other, other beat writers and follows, our pal Kyrie Thompson from WEI.com, have described him as sticky, twitchy, dynamic, natural, fluid, explosive. These are all the things that you want out of a 5'11", 170-pound, 175 pounds, if he's carrying two Harry Potter books and a sleeve and nickels in his pocket. (laughs) Like, he is a slight feller. He is a wee fella, especially by the larger sort of Patrick Sertain II shutdown cornerback size and mold. I want him playing corner and earning his way into being a 85 to a, you know, 87% JC Jackson replacement, uh, maybe by season's end Marcus Jones. However, I would not mind seeing them flex him around all sides and all possibilities of the formation. Cause if our guy there could score a touchdown on an interception on a kickoff return, a punt return, and as a wide receiver in college, it's that kind of dynamic playmaking ability the ability to create in space that we did not see from the return game. For some reason, Gunner just thought last year, like if I'll get the ball and I, and I go as fast as I can that way, um, then something's going to happen. Yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to put the fear of God in your family and 68,000 people at the stadium. Cause we all thought he was going to explode half the season when he got tackled last year. Now yeah. I need that twitch in that ship exactly with reckless abandon. Right. Like he was, like he was trying to break down a brick wall or like he was running into a burning building thinking he was never actually going to come out of it. So now let's see Marcus Jones as that guy with some returnability. I don't think J.J. Taylor is long for the Patriots, let alone the return game. I don't think he's Deion Lewis, part two, electric boogaloo. And I don't want to see any other receivers at returner. Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Meyer, unless we're fielding punts just for fair catch. Like I, we saw how the return game, as great as Edelman was years ago, affected his long-term playing ability. We saw what happened when we had any promise or potential of Mohamed Sanu contributing to the 2019 Patriots. He goes back to field a punt in Philadelphia, gets his ankle turned around from Philadelphia, pointing back north on 95 towards Boston. He's never the same the rest of the season. Give me a consistent guy whose job is to try to cre- get yards, create space, and maybe score the ball in the return game. I think that's where Marcus Jones uh, can be of great value. So, Shime, we're looking at the 2022 Patriots. They have played the season. It is over. It is January. 
Where do you see them ranked special teams wise as we wrap this segment up? I'm going to, I'm going to say 11. I think uh, they are better than last year. DVOA wise right around that 11, 12 area. I think they're better than last year, but not as good as we'd hope they'd be. I see them finishing somewhere between nine and 12 as well. Jake Bailey apparently has been blasting the punts. He's holding off any sort of competition that mm-hmm. uh, he could get from Jake, from Julian, Jake Julian or other punters that could possibly come in. King hey. Julian. King Julian. King Julius. Emperor Julian. The Andy Hart said he was blasting punts. He looked like he was back to form in OTAs and mandatory veteran minicamp as well. Uh, they didn't go for Matt Areza, the punt god. He's now up in Buffalo. Uh, Jake, opportunity. Jake Bailey told me, well, Jake Bailey told me that uh, when I saw, this is not the David Andrews story, but when I had a quick chance to speak with Jake Bailey at the Joe and Jersey golf tournament, Jake Bailey told me, yeah, all the punters are basically friends. Like there's, there's almost like a punt club. You know, I host the beer show pint club, like punt club is kind of our good friends. Um, they didn't go to the same Wait, Did Jake Bailey go to San Diego state? I don't think so. I need now that's something I apologize listeners to six rings. I apologize that I uh, don't Jake know Bailey was Stanford, right? Stanford. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So they were both their pack 12 pals. Got it. So a I, 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 serious question. Can you name five other punters in football? I saw Marquette King is retiring. I think so. There goes one I could name. Um, what's the name of the Scottish hammer? The dude that kicks the holy crap out of the ball in Cleveland. Jamie something or other. Yep. There's that guy. I know the guy, the Rams punter, Johnny Hecker. I know. Well, I think he's the former punter for the Rams now. Is he not the punter for the Rams anymore? I don't think he is. Wow. We're doing a lot of, we're doing a lot of improvised Googling here at the tail. Oh, end no, of our... Johnny Hecker's for the Panthers. Still a See? punter. Still that, still people thought league. that maybe Belichick would have to even bid farewell to a younger uh, punting option. In Jake Bailey, who's due close to four million this year because of his love affair that he's had offering like 5000 word replies at random Friday pressers to Johnny Hecker. Well, obviously, you know that if anything, Belichick loves him. The New York Giants, Lawrence Taylor, lacrosse and special teams. Yep. Uh, you got Johnny Hecker, Jake Bailey, Matt Areza. All right. We got Ooh, three. Uh, fat Percy Harvin, Presley Harvin for the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. There you go. I don't even know if I can name another punter aside from Areza in the AFC East. I have and, no um, idea. Seattle's punter Dixon, I think, is his name. I, I need is to find it. I I need to know. I need to know if Cleveland punter. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. That could possibly yield a gross reply on. <laughs> okay, here you go. You got uh, well, Matt Arisa went to the Bills, so I mean he's never going to punt, so that's fine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Uh, your kicker in Kansas City, Dustin Colquitt. Everybody. Oh, Dustin. he has a brother, Brandon. Does Brandon also still That's play? That's right. Brandon Br- retired. Britain. Britain, Britain Colquitt is, is the punter. Britain is the punter Britain. for Britain. Britain, come get your supper. Britain Colquitt, the punter for the, the Broncos? Denver Broncos. Yep, That's right. Okay. Oh, look uh, at this. And the Cleveland Browns. Guess who's punting for the Browns this year? Who? Ready for this? The Cleveland Browns signed. Uh, who is that? Is that Corey? Uh, remember the old uh, the old punter for the uh, Patriots was it Corey. Um, Corey, uh, you know, good old Corey. What's his face? Corey. Uh, nope. Nothing. Come on. The only other you know punter for I'm the talking. Patriots I can think of is Zoltan Mesco. Zoltan Mesco. Everybody. Corey Bjorquez. Remember him? Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, Co- yeah. Is it Cody Bjorquez? Is it Corey? 
Uh, it is actually Corey. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. How about that? I still can't. I can't. I, oh, Jamie Gillen was the name of the punter. Uh, oh, I think he's now. There. Oh, look at that. Jamie Gillen is now punting for you. Ready for this? He's the punter for the New York Giants. Yeah. The guy's like ripped, has like long rock star hair. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 yeah I know exactly. Absolutely what kicks nice. the crap out of the ball. Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right. Good. Thanks well, for playing another exciting round of uh, and those are punters, <laughs> a.k.a. Punters, punters have feelings, too. too. Punters are people, too. Punters are people, too. All right. So we believe the Patriots will look to improve upon their special teams units in all three phases of the third phase of the professional football game. Shime says 11th. I'm saying somewhere between nine to 12, likely around 10. Another year for Nick Folk. Big year for Nick Folk. Patriots will probably move the ball more. And if Nick Folks, stats suffered this season, Shime. I'm calling it now. It's not because he ageified or old manned in front of us. Rather, the Patriots convert more threes into sevens and take it into the six-point house more often, and that would be a beautiful thing. Okay. Thanks very much for listening to this edition of the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. If you have a question you would like to ask us or you want to get a shout-out, got something random going on, maybe we'll talk about it here on the pod. You can shoot us an email, Six Rings Pod. That's the number six, sixringspod at gmail.com. Give us a follow, why don't you, as well, on the tweet machine, at Six Rings Pod again, with the number six. And, of course, you can give us a follow. Chirp at us, clap back at us, quote, tweet us, or hit us up with a question, comment, or concern anytime at Shime Time and at Fitzy GFY.